You're listening to The Wilder Podcast. Episode 22 with Ashley Real. Hey guys, I'm back. Not like I went on an intentional break, though I knew there would be a bit of an inevitable shift in the podcast once I got pregnant. And then some of you may have seen that my brother, my little 18-year-old brother, um, passed away a couple weeks ago in a tragic car accident. It was very sudden, um, very, 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 very sad um, for my family. He was my stepbrother, but it doesn't matter. Um, For those of you that have asked, he was my dad's wife's son, but I've known him since he was like probably eight or nine. Um, Maybe, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, And it's just, yeah, very, very hard for my family. The, um, we're really far away and I honestly didn't really get a chance to talk to him that much this past couple years because he's been pursuing, um, the Marines and he's been graduating high school and it was just, you know, you know how it goes. Um, just a very normal thing. I just was going on with my life and I don't keep up with my family that much all the time to be honest, but we just got back from Tyler and the service was, I mean, it was just heartbreaking. It was just the worst. I've never really been to a funeral. I've been to maybe one, but it was just basically the worst thing ever. But Brad was so loved and it was, it was a lot, but in combination with being pregnant and, um, so that happened with Brad. Um, I'm pregnant second trimester, 17 weeks currently and feeling okay. Not amazing. Uh, very tired and <laughs> we're moving in seven days. Can you believe it? Um, I feel like despite all of that, I am still very, very, very excited about having Phoenix, who is my son, I guess. I mean, for lack of a better word, my, my, my floating baby in my belly. Um, yeah, I'm pregnant with the boy, if y'all did not know. Very exciting news. I will be honest, the ultrasound was a little inconclusive because we had it so early. Um, I wouldn't say inconclusive. It's very lenient towards, um, a penis, I suppose, <laughs> but, um, I trust the ultrasound technician, but they did seem to have a little bit of trouble. So if it turns out being a girl, doesn't matter. I literally have no, give no fucks, but it, um, I would be changing the name. So I hope that doesn't offend anyone who liked the name. Don't steal the name. I'm just kidding. It's a great name. You can have it if you want. Uh, but anyway. On to today's guest. Those are kind of all my announcements. Um, just a quick update of my life. It's kind of crazy, crazy town right now. And we don't have a house to move into yet. So we might store our stuff and go stay with a family member until we find one. I know that sounds insane, but we're also trying to look at um, some homes that are like owner finance because we're still working on our credit score, but we can prove income and you guys know how it goes. Those of you that have bought homes and your credit may suck and it's just cool to find people that can, will work with you. Um, or we can just keep renting, but 
I haven't been able to find something that's under like $1,600 a month. Um, and that's just out of our budget at the moment, which may be TMI, but that's a lot. It just seems like a lot. We're trying to get at least two bedrooms and hopefully a solo house, you know, like a single family home rather than like a duplex, but we're, we're hopeful and we've got time. So we're trying to, we really, we're just trying to stay calm, trying to limit our stress as much as possible. Anyway, so welcome back to the podcast. Today we have Ashley Real. She's amazing. She is the founder, creator of Love Everywhere, which I met her and I talk about it a little bit in the episode, but I did meet her here in Nashville. That's where she lives. Uh, We have mutual friends and I just really, really, really strongly believe in her message of just essentially sharing love all over the world. And I chose this specific time to interview her because I wanted to have her on the podcast a long time ago, but because she's she has a Kickstarter live right now. And there are only three days left when this podcast goes live. She has only raised 30% of her goal thus far. Um, And it would mean so much to me if you would just listen to this episode, get to know Ashley a little bit because she's like the sweetest individual of all time. Um, No joke, like genuinely sweet sugar. She's a mama. She's an entrepreneur and her literal calling in life is to be a loving person and to share love and to spread it and to tell people they're beautiful, tell people they're purposeful, tell people that they're here for a reason. And this episode is just so inspiring and she's just so sweet. So um, by pledging to her Kickstarter, you're not just donating money. You're definitely getting something out of it. So um, everything's going to be in the show notes, but um, if you want to quickly pull up maybe her Instagram and click on the link in her profile, That'll take you to her Kickstarter. Um, And it's not all about money whatsoever. It's about being a part of the journey. It's about being a part of this process with her and helping her just move along. So please, 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 please check it out. I am so passionate about it. I get nothing out of this. This is not sponsored. This is strictly because I really love her message. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode with Ashley. So my name is Ashley Real, and I am, I guess, a professional encourager. I leave hidden notes all over the world um, for strangers to find, and they just say encouraging phrases like, you are on purpose, you are loved. I mean, those are very generic statements, but that's the gist of it. No, it's beautiful. I actually wanted to tell you that I there is one at my favorite at Gray's. Do you ever go to Gray's, the restaurant here in Nashville? It's like a, it's a yeah. vegan restaurant. There's one in the yeah. bathroom, which sounds oh, weird, it? but it's on the mirror. Yeah, at Gray's. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I'm so glad it's still there. I love it when people leave them up. It's like. I think somebody that, wrote that's really special. on it, too. I think somebody wrote a reply on it. It's so sweet. Oh. I know. It's so cute. I'll I have to go like, back oh, my home. gosh. <laughs> I haven't been in like a month, but it was definitely there for like a month. So I had seen it, and then I had kept seeing it every time we went, but pregnancy yeah. just like steered me away from going not because uh, I had a yeah. traumatic experience I just kept getting the same thing when I would feel shitty oh sorry I don't know I, I dropped that I, dro- I swear on here and you don't have to no pressure to or not it's but. okay I love Jesus and I cuss and I think he's it's okay with that okay yeah. <laughs> okay good um yeah so I yeah so you know whenever you would like develop 
like flavors for specific foods when you didn't feel well and then afterwards whenever mm-hmm. you felt fine the foods that you ate whenever you felt like sick you couldn't go back and enjoy yeah so yeah. i'm kind of just like taking a break from specific items at the restaurant but um That's totally great <laughs> i know but um so we met we actually met you guys at a um it was an it was an event at Sisters of Nature. My friend Emily introduced us. Yeah, and, Emily. Yeah, she's, she's the, the sweetest. <laughs> she moved away, but she uh, she was not before she connected us. And mm-hmm. you are an adorable mama with beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful, but your hair is like just insanely mermaid beautiful. And, uh. <laughs> and you have the cutest dance moves. Oh no. <laughs> um. And I feel like share love. So is it just, is it share love everywhere? That's what it's, I mean, that's, I feel like, yes, it's not, or is it just love everywhere? It's just love everywhere. It's just love everywhere. But (laughs) the um, handle was taken on IG back in 2014 when I want to like start this Instagram. It was already taken. So we just thought, well, share love everywhere sounds right. Because it's the whole idea came from this quote from Mother Teresa about, share love everywhere you go let no one leave you without being happier that whole spiel it's like the most famous quote she has probably but it kind of inspired the name so um yeah so just share love everywhere people call it share love or love everywhere or it doesn't matter really I it's all the same call it, I call it by the full name of your Instagram <laughs> share love everywhere whenever I'm think whenever I think of it so I yeah. do know today whenever I was I was sharing something about it on Facebook and I did realize that it was love everywhere and then I looked at my cards and it is love everywhere and I was like yeah. oh well whenever but um <laughs> it's uh, kind of like you know you have like friends that you've met through Instagram and you're always gonna call them well or yeah like yeah you know what I mean like this is how it is <laughs> exactly no I totally do that too I do that with like everyone I follow whenever I'm yeah. trying to talk to my friends about like oh did you see so and so and so and I don't even know sometimes I don't even know their full names <laughs> so I'm just like <laughs> know their Instagram names but um yeah. Well, I'd love for you to share a little bit because you have so much exciting stuff going on right now. And that's kind of what spurred this podcast episode. I really just wanted you to be able to kind of talk about it with everybody because I did post about your Kickstarter and I'm sure everybody listening, you saw it on my stories. Um, But I know that you all love just like hearing the behind the scenes and hearing kind of a little bit about the, the women behind these amaz- amazing projects. And I would love for you to share what's going on right now with Love Everywhere so that everybody can get kind of an idea of what you're going for, how you're growing, and what you can, what they can do for you. Yeah. So we are currently running a Kickstarter and it's for this project that's kind of like a subdivision of what we're doing with Love Everywhere. Basically, Um, two years ago, I had this crazy idea. I was just kind of trying to think about where I wanted this, I guess it's a business, where I wanted this business to go, um, and what I saw in the future. And so I just thought of the craziest thing I could think of, which was, well, it'd be fun to go on this like extensive road trip where we just have nothing but mission to spread kindness, do random acts of kindness, um, talk to people as we travel about sharing stories of hope and encouragement. So kind of asking them the question, what's the nicest thing that another person has done for you? Um, In my life, I've had experiences like this a whole bunch of times, but one specific that just pops out is I, 
I thought the IRS was like the mafia. And so when I found out that I owed them money from being freelance for the first time after college, like I freaked out and, um, I thought they were going to like come after me and like murder my dog or something. (laughs) Like, like, I don't, I don't know what to do, but, um, yeah. So I just kind of like, and I'm a person of faith. So I just always take my like stress moments to prayer and just kind of say like, okay, this isn't, this isn't on me. It's like, it's gotta be outside of me. So, um, and I pray to Jesus and if people pray to other gods, that's cool. Like mine is Jesus. So I, I just said like, Hey Jesus, I have this problem. I owe $3,000 to the IRS and I don't have that money and I don't know what to do. And so I just kind of like had my freak out moment in my bathroom. That's where I have all my freak out moments. And then, (laughs) um, and then like the next week, a friend found an envelope. I was at a church service and they found an envelope with my name on it. And there was all of my money in this envelope and I hadn't told anyone. What? Yeah. Right. And so the inside, (laughs) the inside of the, um, envelope had like the money, but it also had a note that just said like, we really feel like we should give this to you. We want to stay anonymous. So here's your money. And just be blessed, essentially, is what they said. So that was really cool, right? And, like, I was encouraged by it. I just feel like I want to tell everybody that this happened to me because I still don't know who did it. And it's nice to be able to say, like, a public thank you. So, um, yeah, so kind of like that idea of finding those kinds of stories that kind of change your life in that moment and, and celebrating that. And that's the plan with the Nicest Thing Tour. That's so amazing. My dogs were barking while you were talking. I was listening to every single word you said, but I muted myself. If you heard a dog bark and then like someone cut off, that was me. That is such an amazing story. I feel like you hear that kind of stuff all the time and it typically is related to some like act of prayer or some, you know, just really, really strong manifestation thought process. And I feel like we talk about that stuff a lot on the blog. So you are not far off. I mean, not on the blog, on the podcast. You are not far off at all. We have Mm -hmm. listeners from like every different, I feel like, walk of life. And um, I love that story. Oh, my gosh. It gives me chills. It gives me (laughs) chills. Um, Right? That's the kind of stuff I want to find. Like, (laughs) I think we're just going to get like a crazy amount of stories about like, people find like getting kidneys donated to them or something like I don't know that seems like a really nice thing to do but well I'd love to share (laughs) let me share a quick my quick weird story that I've actually never told anyone on the blog or podcast and it's because it's so it's just so unbelievable that it's like it's just so far out and I remember telling Colin like on one of our first dates because I was just, and maybe I, I really don't think that I've ever told anybody on the, I know I haven't told anybody on the podcast. I can't imagine mentioning it on the blog, but, <laughs> um, okay, everybody just buckle down. I'll just tell this quick story because it's super far out. But I was <laughs> back, back about four, four years ago, whenever I had just started dating my husband, Colin, I was actually struggling with panic disorder for a very, it was a brief period of time. It was probably like 18 months I was struggling with really severe panic attacks. And I had actually never had a panic attack or an anxiety attack before they manifested so, and then they just manifested so rapidly when I was in college and I had like a full-time job and it was just, you know, you're dealing with a lot. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I was really, like, I, 
I had gotten to this point one week that I just couldn't leave my house at all. And I was just like, I cannot live this way. Not in, in, not in a way that I like wanted my life to be over, but I was just felt that desperation of like, I am going, am I going to have to live with my parents for the rest of my life? I can't drive. I can't do anything. And it was just this horrible space. I could hardly eat anything because every time I would eat, I would get such horrible gas and then the gas would stress me out. And then, you know, it would just like, I was constantly Uh like, what's going on with my body? And then panic attacks, if you've ever had them Uh or anxiety attacks, they sometimes can make you feel like you're dying or they can make you feel like you have, you have these physical things that are happening. Like, I went to the hospital like twice because I thought I was having like a heart attack or heart palpitations, Aww. you know, and it's just like you really are experiencing these sensations, but they aren't what you think, you know. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, I'd missed so much school and I was just freaking out because you're in college at this point and you like are paying to go to school. So you're actually wanting to go. <laughs> and I one day I'd been home for like two weeks, two weeks, and I had registered for all online classes. So I was like kind of doing okay. And my friend wanted to go out, so we went to a cafe. And while we were there, I was hardly even paying attention to her because I was just so in my head and my anxiety was my like, I just felt like a panic attack all the time coming on. And this girl just walks into the cafe that I'm at and she walks right up to me, just like right up to me with her eyes like wide open. And I'm like, ooh, what's going on? And then she was like, I have a message for you. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, because I'm like so skeptical. I'm like 18 looking at my, my friends looking at me like she's like nudging me under the table. Like what's happening right now? And the girl hands me this picture and it's like this very detailed drawing of myself, of me. And I'm like, this is weird. She was like, I don't know. I just, I, I drew this photo earlier today and, um, I just had this message to give it to you. And I just wanted to tell you that everything is going to be okay. But she went into, it's really hard to explain. Cause I felt like I was like kind of having an out of body experience one yeah. because I was so like high on my anxiety. So I was already kind of like, uh, but then she, I can't even explain it other than she just went ahead and told me like way too much that about me that she didn't she couldn't have known you know she basically Mm -hmm. read me and I don't know if it was a faith-based thing or like a I don't know psychic thing I have no idea what she was doing I was just like freaking out and she did like give me a hug and I've never had a panic attack since and I what (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) I didn't even notice for like two or three days that's how like washed clean it was from my brain which sounds insane I can and so I'm saying you guys like it sounds insane but it sounds like three, you know, three thousand dollars in the in an envelope when you've told no one, and it's right for you. It sounds just like, yeah. what is happening? Just like these, like angels, or I don't know. It's crazy. I know. Life so is I'm awesome. Thinking. It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So that's what that's what inspired you, firstly. Um. I think I just have always like touted this story as like this is the nicest thing that somebody's done for me and I guess after telling it so many times I've just kind of been like well maybe other people have these stories and I really want to hear them like just hearing about these little snippets of like goodness in life get me so excited and Mm -hmm. I don't there's just so much gross news like Mm -hmm. who cares about Donald Trump and I mean I like (laughs) If you like him, fine. But, like, I don't know many people. Nobody wa- do. listening to this podcast <laughs> likes him. So okay. Don't worry. I'm not to be like, I don't want to offend anyone. But at the same time, like, 
They'd be gone by now (laughs) listening to this podcast. I've talked about it before. (laughs) Okay. Like, there's just a lot of bad news out there, and there's not a lot of people celebrating these human stories of goodness. And so that's what I want to do with this tour. And I think what makes it even better is just the fact that I am a mom, and I have these two kids who are five and three. I just want them to grow up seeing our country as it really is and not seeing it the way that it's presented in the media. And I want them to hear these stories and to be able to recognize good people and to see that when you are good to people, people are just so receptive. Like it really does break down walls. And so I just want to see that happen and unfold this summer and just spark these little encouragement pieces all over the world just from being nice in my own city or the city that I happen to be in. Yeah. And you're wanting to do it from a platform of like video, right? Yeah. So we'll just, my husband, um, he's so talented Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't brag on himself enough. (laughs) So I will, he's actually really good at what he does and he's shot several documentaries and he works commercially. Um, but I just thought this would be a really great fun project to work on with him kind of make him work for me and um <laughs> absolutely <laughs> take his talents and like use them for my good um but it'll just be really great to see how he tells the stories that we capture because he's just so good at it so that's uh, it's so so that's what I'm thinking is that it's you're wanting to tell these stories of other people these stories of goodness from a I feel like from a lens of such an artistic perspective and such a visually pretty perspective which is like I mean it's kind of an aside but not really I feel like whenever your your promo videos for all of this are just so <laughs> adorable would your would your kids be going with you yeah so they'll they'll be with us if not for the whole thing for a good chunk of it um just because again I I think it's really important I I um I kind of lost myself for a minute when I became a mom and it just kind of sucked so much out of me because I was trying to keep another human alive. And so I, I just lost, like, I didn't know what my favorite color was for a minute. And so, um, I, I finally got my footing again, I guess as a mom, it just threw me back a little bit. I I love my kids, but it took me a minute. I lost, I lost something of myself because I was worried about them. Mm -hmm. And, like how do I keep a dog alive and a kid alive at the same time? Like that was an actual question I had at the time. Like, <laughs> like I can't feed this dog. I have to feed this baby. Like how can I do both? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was overwhelming. And so I lost that piece. And when I started to finally find myself again, um, it just became really apparent to me that I wanted my children to see their parents going for it, like just really going for it, like doing what they dream of and like, doing good in the world and so this is where they need to be front and center so that they know what's important in life it's people and loving others that's what's important and that's that's why I want them there and also they're just really cute so (laughs) exactly they're so adorable and like the video of of y'all dancing is so sweet and I just I I, yeah it's just enough for and I feel like it's enough for anybody to be like oh my gosh I have to get involved I have to learn more about this and I feel like it's just 
uh, it just like hurts. It doesn't hurt my feelings in a bad way. It's just like one of those things that just fills your heart. <laughs> it fills your heart so much. You're just like, uh, like it hurts. But I mean, it's just like such an amazing message and it's so powerful. I feel like regardless of your faith or, you know, your belief system. And I thought that that was, you know, like that. I feel like that's super important with what you're doing. I feel like it is so diverse and it is just an overarching message of kindness and a message of love. And I feel like in a world where we don't get a lot of that and we don't get a lot of positive affirmations and we don't get a lot of positive feedback. I mean, Mm -hmm. not only as women, but I know that women get hit really hard. Young girls get hit really hard. And yeah, I think that exposing your kids and just exposing people in general to the message that people actually love you and people actually care. One, even if they don't know you, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, this is your passion, you know? Right. And um, you live here in Nashville. I do. Amazing. (laughs) And um, so is this, um, so this is the next big step for Love Everywhere, correct? Yeah, this is where I hope we can go. I feel like there's just endless possibilities to do more of this kind of like gathering positive content for people to see and be encouraged by it's going to be awesome for the people that we get to interact with face to face, but it's going to be equally as awesome for the people that get to watch it unfold. Because I mean, I obviously like I haven't been on the trip yet, so I have no clue what's going to happen, but we're really just going to take like a serendipitous approach to it and kind of let the project lead us. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Organically. No, I totally, (laughs) totally think that that's like such a natural and cool way to look at it. And um, I would love for you to talk about, because I know I hate to make anything ever about money, ever. And I know you totally <laughs> probably agree. And I think that it's such yeah. an amazing thing that we do have, you know, crowdfunding websites. And um, everybody, I feel like you've probably come across a lot of them, you all, mm-hmm. whether it's for like <laughs> medical benefit for somebody that's suffering or whether it's for a band or whether it's for, yeah, a passion project or just a small business, or even in, an invention that's trying to get off the ground. And I would love for you to go into kind of like your, the reason you chose Kickstarter, yeah. a, a little bit about Kickstarter, because some people might not know anything about Kickstarter. And because <laughs> I know in the podcast community, Patreon is a kind of like a big one. And that's just like yeah. pledging money and that you get it regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the different... I know you have different kind of packages per pledger. So I would love, you don't have to break all of those down because I know there's a sure, lot. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but there's a just lot. overall. We'd be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Kickstarter is, I think, one of the first crowdfunding platforms that has ever been in existence. And I chose it um, for a couple of reasons. One, because it's super community-based and I... I love the community that we have on Instagram and it just seemed to be a really great fit for the two of us to merge together. Um, two, my husband has done a couple of other Kickstarters for various video projects and he just had more experience with that platform than others. And so I felt more comfortable there. I've given to Kickstarter projects in the past. Um, so it was just something that felt familiar and safe in a situation that's already so vulnerable feeling. I just thought, well, I need like a security blanket here. So that's where Kickstarter fits for me. And as far as um, our rewards tiers, we have a lot of them, but I, 
I'm really proud of our rewards. We have really great products as our rewards. We have a shop for Love Everywhere. And I just kind of translated all of our products into new exclusive colorways or even fresh designs um, to kind of get our community excited about, again, having something tangible to hold that says something positive on it. That's kind of what the cards do. But I have like this pennant that I love um, that just says you are fine and good. And that was one of our first designs. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, every time I'm like having a rough day, that's one thing that I can count on to be there for me. And I just look at it and, and then I'm like, okay, I can just be fine and good. Even when things feel shitty, like it's, it's mm -hmm. okay. I'm going to be all right. Would you, so you mentioned that you do have that fine and good. You said it was a banner. It's like a pennant. It's an pennant, Oxford yes. pennant. We, okay. we collaborated with um, this company out of Buffalo, New York called Oxford pennants. They do so many amazing pieces. And I was almost going to pee myself when they agreed to make mine because I just love them so much. Um, so yeah, Oxford pennant, it's you, it's made in the U S and it's just a beautiful felt screen printed pennant. So, and we're going to do it in a I new pulled, colorway. I pulled them up. They're so cute. You have be kind little pennant. So yeah. sweet. <laughs> and you do have, she has some t-shirts, everyone. Oh, they're so cute, but you are yeah, sold out so. of those. Well, I mean, I kind of just, for the purpose of getting people to the Kickstarter, I shut down most of the items in our store that were Absolutely. available yeah. on the Kickstarter because I just want, I just want people to pledge and support this project. I really want to see it happen. We're at 30% right now. And that's huge because, um, there's like all these statistics. I'm not a numbers person, but my husband Andy is. And so, um, he's like, once you hit 30%, you're probably going to make it. It's going to be fine. Like everything happens in the last few days of Kickstarter. That's just the nature of how it goes. Mm -hmm. And so for the last 27 days, we've just been like continually talking about it to make sure that people keep it front of mind. But, um, now it's like go time. Cause we have three days left. So now we're starting to see like the momentum pick up and that's really exciting and really encouraging because you just don't know how these things are going to go. Absolutely. So, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you're at 30%, but I would love you for you to tell everybody how much longer you have left because I want them to feel the pressures on. It's time to get yeah. on it. <laughs> so, um, if this is going live tomorrow, we'll have two days left as of two that days. point. So the, yeah, two days left and it's, definitely go time and seriously I do a happy dance every time I get these push notifications from Kickstarter on my phone when somebody donates and every single time I do a happy dance and I am just so grateful like we we seriously say like a prayer of gratitude every time because I'm just like I don't ever want to take this for granted because it it means that somebody else really is excited about it too and that blesses me so and it makes me hopeful for what could be yeah, exactly. And um, everyone, uh, again, for those of you that aren't familiar with Kickstarter or maybe you you just don't really understand just yet, you're not donating money at all. You are you're for most of you. If you are pledging, you know, X amount or higher, you'll get a you'll get some perks. You'll get some. Of oh her yeah, merch. every every single pledge that's made, I think above ten dollars, will definitely get like ten dollars gets a pack of our encouragement cards, and then every pledge higher after that every reward tier higher gets 
cards plus a bunch of other stuff. So the goal is to, with this, is that I'm hoping that we can get more cards into people's hands so that we can continue spreading the mission of Love Everywhere, which is just to share these kindness cards, essentially. Yeah. So I think that's amazing, too. So they're helping, you know, the cause, but also they are spreading the cause. And I just love it if they do pledge. And it is an all or nothing website. So um, if she doesn't hit her goal, then she doesn't, they don't receive any of the funding for the project. So um, no problem. But by by pledging, you are becoming part of the story. Exactly. Because you're getting the cards and you really are being involved. So that's, it's so beautiful to me. I just get excited thinking about it. <laughs> I know. It sounds like it's such a beautiful, yeah, it's such a cool story. It, it's it's going to be amazing. And I'm so excited for you. And Yay. yeah, it's just something that I really believe in. Y'all, as you know, um, I only talk to people that inspire me. And I've been meaning to talk to Ashley for a while. Like we met a long time ago and we talked about the podcast even <laughs> then, but I haven't made the pro- the podcast my priority. One, because I haven't really been able to just with life. And <laughs> I know everybody <laughs> understands, but I'm back in the saddle. And um, everybody always asks for more podcast episodes. So I know they'll be excited to hear this one. I'm so pumped. Um, is there anything else? I'm going to link to everything in the show notes. And including, I would love for you to, I'll message you for this, but I would love for you to mention some of your husband's documentaries so they can get kind of an idea of his, you know, work so that they can get even more pumped about y'all's series that you're wanting to do. Sure, yeah. Um, and yeah, if there's anything else you want to mention, let me know. I just, yeah, I, I think that we covered most of it. I'm just really excited about this possibility. And I, I'm so appreciative to you, Carson, for allowing me to share about it today on the podcast. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you for being here. It was so much fun. I love chatting with you. Um, I saw you not that long ago at my work, at my job. And yeah. <laughs> it was like my last week at my job. But then I went back to my job because oh, I love my I job. I didn't know that. <laughs> I went I back. <laughs> I went back. Um was your little which little one was getting the hair, the hair done? I don't even remember. Wyatt, he's so sweet, Aww. except for when he's getting his haircut, no. he hates it. No, he I know it. every. It's like <laughs> it's literally like every child, and I know it's like so sad because with children, it's like the fear is real. Like it's not yeah. like they're making it up or being dramatic. It's like what they're feeling is still real. You know, it's mm-hmm. it hurts. It's just it happens all the time, but um, very rarely. He's getting better. That was like his second haircut or something. Oh but yeah, he's, yeah. He's gotten better since we've gone in the past, but. Well, we're Man, actually, that one was rough. <laughs> we're going to be talking to one of the stylists from Scouts on the podcast soon. I think next episode. So it's going to be cool because um, there's a lot going on. I feel like, and it's such. I feel like it's such a unique, cool thing, especially since it's a woman-run business, and it's such a. And nobody really knows that, so <laughs> that's going to be really cool. But um, again, yeah. So we will be linking to everything and. I just want to say thank you. Well, I should probably hit you with some quick fire questions before before oh, yeah. we end. Sure, let's do um, it. I don't have anything right in front of me, so I'm just going to remember the ones that we always used to do. So I feel like this one might be kind of obvious, but what would you like to see more of in the world? I mean, I could say kindness, but I'm going to go with tacos because <laughs> I love tacos so I much. You were gonna, I always totally hungry. thought you were going to be like, love. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> Tacos. What's your favorite taco place in Nashville? Is it Moss Tacos? I do love Moss Tacos, but there is like a hole in the wall place on Gallatin that I can't even remember the name of right now. And it is so good. It is so good. Wow. Well, if you remember, let me know because I'm yeah, a taco I'll text freak you. I think too. It's like, 
El Haliense or something like that. Okay. Um, oh, I don't even know about it. Is it yeah, east? It's, it's like it's like divey, but it's it's beautiful. They have really good guac. Oh, that's that's what I live for, you know. It's like yeah, totally right? what I live for. <laughs> guac and some corn tortillas. But um, okay, so um, what is your favorite? dessert and it can be a specific dessert like from a specific place it can be something you make or it can be just like a a genre of dessert in general sure so my favorite thing of all time is whole foods chocolate cake it is delicious when it's cold especially so well i i totally love cold cake cold pizza Cold, all of the things. It's pretty weird. But um, that sounds amazing. Chocolate yeah, cake. Yeah, it's so I'm good. Writing it down. And I'm probably going to eat a whole one by myself when this campaign is over because Woo! I've been so stressed out. I'm just going to get like a giant cake for myself and sit and eat it. <laughs> just be like, this is for me and this is for all of the people. Um, yeah. It's like having a party <laughs> with yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't gone grocery shopping and y'all, and now I'm getting hungry and it's skin oh, real. No. Everything goes back to food for me. <laughs> I know, seriously. Um, what was I going to say? Okay. So if you were a superhero, what would your superhero name be and what would your power be? Oh, my gosh. It's hard. Um, that is a tough one. It probably has something to do with diaper duty or something. Like, <laughs> I'd be like diaper Zap. duty Darla or something. Like, <laughs> something real frumpy and like wah, wah. Wah, wah. Here she is. Yeah. <laughs> Saving the day. Well, you can just like walk. Yeah, you're just like a fairy god, but like fairy godmother of just diaper changing. Um, yeah, <laughs> you could just be called the diaper genie, and you could actually be a diaper oh, genie. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's my new name, the you're diaper genie. The diaper genie. Um, <laughs> so funny. Uh, okay, so what's the last? It can be an episode. It can just anything you watch on TV. What's the last thing you watch on TV? Oh, I, I'm so into The Leftovers on HBO. Oh, my gosh. I just watched that last episode last night, and I was just, like, all over because I love Lori, and I'm kind of upset. I know. I know. Yeah. She's so amazing. Amazing. Amy, Amy Brenneman is, like, one of my favorite did, did you watch Private Practice? Yes. <laughs> I loved her. On, I loved her. Oh, my gosh. The baby-stealing episode? I was just like, oh, no, Katie, bring her back. I know. It was horrible. Yeah, that was like the best show ever. I just have to put that out there. Yes, it was so good. It got a little messy towards the end when it got canceled and everything wrapped itself up. But other than that, best show ever. And I was that's right. I'm in love with Addison, and I was it was monumental for me. Um, but yeah. I love Grace too. But Private Practice, I would watch if they brought it back. I'd watch it. You know, I would. Oh, totally, totally. Well, rare, very rarely do I meet anyone that's watching what I'm watching. Leftovers, though it's HBO, and everyone ought to know about it like nobody cares i think did you so did you watch the first and second season as well oh yes yeah we, like they are it's so weird how you get like wrapped up into these characters and their lives and like oh my god when when this season is over i'll be glad because it makes me so anxious but also um i really miss them and i'm in love with justin thoreau i know so. he's seriously so beautiful what is his first name in the show i know it's garvey he's sheriff garvey uh, but what is his first name kevin kevin, kevin. kevin. i don't know why i wasn't yeah. thinking it nora has been literally killing me this this season oh, i'm just like geez. get out yeah. of here get yeah. out and then the reverend always just is like kind of an eye roll for me but um he's going yeah, through but- a lot <laughs> 
he is, but also how great is he as an actor? Because no, he's, he's amazing. Got that accent, and then he just turns into this like American preacher, and it's like what? He's amazing. No, he is yeah. so he sell he sold me since season one. Like he's just yeah. like seriously the best. But um, oh, that episode last night was the. I was so glad that there were multiple characters. Every character was in it because it like we've been watching yeah. like, Kevin's dad, and then last time it was just the ship, and that was a weird one. And now it's like. Uh, yeah, for everyone these aren't really spoilers <laughs> we're doing really good we're not really telling anything but yeah. um you'll have to watch the leftovers i will show note that because yes please um do you yeah. are you watching the handmaid's tale it's really far out but it's good oh it's on my list of things but i i'm just so like after this campaign is over i'll do something else but the, the leftovers is like the one thing that yeah. i did not give up i'm like no i'm watching that i'm watching so, my one hour a week um yeah <laughs> well it's definitely one of those that you'll get emotionally invested in and it's terrifying and it's like yeah it's one of those things that it's a it's a hulu show so if you don't have hulu then you probably can't watch it but it, it's a it's definitely not something to watch if you're not having a good day because mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll probably bring you down but it's beautifully Aww. filmed it's just a little dark concept but kind of the leftovers is kind of like that i feel like the leftovers has a lot of comic relief though um, yeah <laughs> but uh and, and a lot of beautiful people yes so. seriously it's just like so perfect i feel like there's a lot yeah. of character development too so it makes you keep watching totally but um that's kind of my last quick fire question um but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I cannot yeah. wait to share this episode with everyone. And thank you so much for having me. 